Beloved in Jesus Christ, our Lord, when the season for the fruit has come, the master of the vineyard is waiting for that season of the fruit to come. He's prepared the vineyard. He's done all the planting, the digging, the watering, the fertilizing. He's even built a wall around it to protect it. He's built a tower to make sure someone can oversee the whole vineyard. And so then they wait for the fruit of the harvest. And the owner of the vineyard will send his son to bring in the harvest. That fruit. What is that fruit? I was shaken last night when I heard the words at the end of the epistle. Cursed is the man that does not love God. Cursed is that man, ouch, that does not love God. We had a beautiful pilgrimage to Our Lady of Perpetual Help Friday, beginning Friday evening and yesterday. And, and one of the great things about that pilgrimage amongst the liturgical services and, and the visiting with all the people, one of the parishioners had gotten a table and put out a bunch of old pictures that had been taken for the course of the 22 years that pilgrimage has taken place. From the time that we were there putting the cross underneath the foundation, or the, the, where the floor, where the altar would be, all the way up, just wonderful pictures. People that I knew from way back then, some still living and some have gone home to the Lord. I saw Dave Proctor, one of our past cantors there, a young man singing with everybody in the, with the cantors of the services. Oh my gosh, the memories it brought back. What I was shocked though was the pictures that I looked at myself, because you know that's one of the things you do when you look at pictures is, well, where am I? I didn't have any gray hair. My beard was dark. I know too that I had a lot more energy back then than I do now. And so that was quite revealing to me. But in all that time, something had taken place. Fruit had been developing. And not just with the pilgrimage, but as we gather every Sunday after Sunday after Sunday, feast day after feast day after feast day, here in this temple for the divine services, Something amazing is happening. Like the grapes on the corner over here in the church, they're starting to sweeten. The fruit is about ready. What is that fruit? What is it that the fruit that the Father is waiting so anxiously for? That He wants His portion. That fruit was represented in all those pictures with all those people who gathered throughout all those years. 22 years. I've been there 21 of the 22. I've seen new people that I just got to know this weekend. 
And I got to get reacquainted with people I haven't seen since last year. Or maybe they missed a few years. And in all that time, we started developing relationships, interactions. And what was the font of those interactions? What was the glue that kept it all together? It was love. Love for God which perpetuated the love for one another that we were so excited to drive near and far to get there. People from Olympia, from Portland, from Spokane, from here, families camping, there was something there that drew them there, and it was the love, the love that we have for one another and the love we have for God. It's the glue that keeps it all together. Without that love, everything becomes meaningless. St. Paul gives us some strong, very important words. He says at the very beginning of our epistle, And these words should be the words by which we could sum up every pilgrimage we've ever had. What do I take away from this pilgrimage? For 22 years, what do I take away? What do I take away from 22 years of attending this parish? Of celebrating all the divine services? What do I take away that I can live my life concretely every day in that love for God? How can I make it all happen? Give me a principle. Give me something. A kernel. That's what the Corinthians were going through. Paul gave it to them, and he gave it to us this morning. He says, be on guard. Stand firm in the faith. Be courageous and be strong. And do everything in love. Be on guard against all the the temptations that could come in our lives. All the propensities we have for putting up barriers, for keeping people from getting too close to us, to keep us from forgiving others. Be on guard from hardening our hearts. Stand firm in the faith. The faith that is built on the love that God has for you and I. Stand firm in that. Don't waver. And when the temptations and the fears and the anxieties that boil outside this temple arise, be courageous and be strong. Don't cower in the corner and say, Oh, and woe is me, the sky is falling down like Chicken Little. Be courageous and be strong. And the thing that wraps it all up and makes it doable is do everything in love. It was out of love that every priest that has been involved in the pilgrimage, that the pastors there, it is out of love that they made all the work, did all the work to bring about a prayerful environment, an ethos in which we could enter into to experience the love that God has for us and to allow that love to go to one another. 
And it is that same love that draws us there. And that's what works the same way with our little church. It's that love. I want to come and I want to experience that love of God. And the concrete way I experience God's love is by your love. By your concern for me. By your praying for me. That's how I feel your love. And likewise, I strive to do the same. That's how we all manage. Because how many different people are in here tonight, this morning, and each different walk of life that we live, and are all our difficulties and challenges and differences of opinions, and yet we can all come here, and we can all face the same direction, facing our risen Lord, and worship Him. Because of love. We don't need to have, as we had in our gospel today, something like a big stick to keep us in line. And maybe from time to time that might be needed. In our gospel, we hear about that vineyard. Of course, Jesus was telling that same story he told to the prophet Isaiah about the, in the vineyard song, which was a prophecy about the destruction of the northern kingdom that the vineyard was going to be taken away, the walls were going to be torn down, and they were going to let somebody else trample it. And it came to pass. So when Jesus told these leaders, you were supposed to be love, you were supposed to prepare the soil and have the fruit of love ready in the people that I have given and trusted to your care. But because you have not tended the vineyard, because you have not let the fruit get ripe and sweet, because you were more worried about yourself and your own status among the brethren, the vineyard's going to be taken away from you. And you pronounced your own sentence when I asked you, what's the owner of the vineyard going to do? And you said, he's going to take it away and give it to somebody else who will produce its fruit. They pronounced their own condemnation. So Christ had to come and show everybody what love looked like. What love looks like when it stands strong. When it stays firm in the faith. What love looks like when it's courageous. What love looks like when it's strong, courageous, and in everything he did, he did with love. To the point of laying down his life for you and for I. Yes, the vineyard could be taken away from you and I if we're not careful with the fruit that's been entrusted to us. Because when Christ comes, He's going to say, give me that fruit of love that I gave you. I'm expecting a full harvest from you. I gave you all you needed. I gave you the walls. I gave you the vineyard. I gave you the nutrients. I gave you everything you need for that fruit of love. Give it to me now. And I'm going to take that and I'm going to give it to the Father. So as we go out from pilgrimage weekend, and when I woke up about, oh, maybe 2 o'clock in the morning, 
I was thinking of my little babies sleeping out in the, in the grass fields outside by the shrine, and I was thinking, oh, how cold is it for them? Because I was just covering under, getting under the covers. And, but that was love that was saying, oh, I was thinking of them. I was united with them when they were sleeping out in the field on the grounds of the pilgrimage. That's how love connects you and I. When we think of one another, when we pray for one another, that's what God wants to see. Not when we are divisive and trying to put somebody down, trying to elevate ourselves. That's when the kingdom gets taken away from you and I. But when we go from a posture of love and of forgiveness and of mercy, the grapes grow fat and sweet with love. So hold to the principle that St. Paul gave us this morning. And don't deviate from it, no matter whatever gospel somebody may try to throw down your throat. God is love. And we saw what love looked like when he walked the earth and the miracles he performed. And we continue to see what God love looks like in the divine services in the sacraments of forgiveness, in the Eucharist, in all the baptism, and in all, everything the church has to offer, that's offered in love. So stand guard. Stand firm in the faith. Be courageous. And be strong. And you do love. Let love be in everything you do.